Welcome to One Step Better, the podcast from Works. We're tackling topics to give you insight on a practical level to help your employees thrive in your organization and to help you become one step better every day towards being the leader that you want to be. Now, let's kick it over to the Works team. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the One Step Better podcast. I'm your host, Mike Schaefer. And today I have with me Alex Brandwine of Brandwine Bagels. And we're going to talk about his story on why he started a business, how he got to where he's at, and where he sees himself going. So Alex, really appreciate you taking the time out of your day. I know you're a busy guy, uh, but thank you for joining us. And this is some of our favorite conversations. We love to hear from our clients, from small business leaders uh, out in the marketplace about how they got started, what got them to hear. Um, and so tell, in, introduce yourself to everybody and tell us a little bit about your business. Sure, Mike, thank you so much for having me. Uh, honored to be even asked to be interviewed, so thank you. Um, so my name's Alex Brandwine, and I'm the owner and founder of Brandwine's Bagels. Brandwine's Bagels was founded in, and based in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, and we provide freshly made, authentic, New York-style bagel that's boiled and baked um, for the community of Chapel Hill Carborough in North Carolina. And for us, we really want to do it in a fun and welcoming gathering place for everyone in the community. That's a really, that's a really cool thing to, to bring like that New York style bagel down to North Carolina. Got a couple questions for you though. One is, are you a Duke fan? I, so I am a Tar Heel fan. Okay. Uh, okay. So We're I good. Just, what brought me down to North Carolina, <laughs> I graduated. Are you, are you a Tar Heel fan? I, I do not like Duke. So as okay. long as you're <laughs> well, we're on the same page there, we're good. <laughs> well said. <laughs> but so, for me, I guess as I'm thinking about it, I probably should keep my, my fanhood uh, <laughs> myself. Um, because if we think about expanding, Durham could be very well be our next location. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you don't wanna you don't wanna give away too much. So exactly. New York bagels in North Carolina. Uh, not, you know, not, a, not an intuitive fit. So what, what got you interested in bagel specifically and bringing those back down to Chapel Hill? Sure. So what I was saying was I actually came to North Carolina to get my MBA. So I graduated from UNC's business school uh, just a few months ago. But for me, I'm a native New Yorker. So I grew up on bagels every single day. I, like when I say every single day, every single day I was eating a bagel, sometimes too. And when I came down to Chapel Hill, I could not believe that there wasn't that local downtown bagel shop on Franklin Street. And that just just blew my mind. Um, I went to the University of Wisconsin-Madison for undergrad, and they had a bagel shop there called Gotham Bagels. And that was a hit in Madison, Wisconsin. And I just, I just couldn't believe that another college town didn't have it. And that was sort of the start of, of Brandwine's Bagels. Did you ever work at a bagel shop prior to that? I, not a, I had not worked at a bagel shop before coming up with the idea. I, ha, I did decide to work at a bagel shop last summer just to see what it was like staring at a 500-degree oven for eight hours a day and <laughs> seeing if I liked it. And I, I loved it. For me, like coming around the corner and yelling out, you know, hot everything bagels, just uh, <laughs> it actually and seeing people's smiles on their faces, um, it was awesome. What was your what was your career path prior to deciding to go out on your own? So it was completely opposite of this. So when I graduated from Wisconsin in 2011, I was in the the finance world. So I did about four years of investment banking and another four years of private equity um, in Chicago and New York City. 
And I had sort of hit a point when I was working in New York City that this, while I was enjoying the work, I just, it never felt like the right fit. Being on the 39th floor in Midtown Manhattan, staring at an Excel file, um, (laughs) just for me was not, um, I just thought there could be more. And that's what brought me to business school, um, to UNC with no plans in mind, but knowing that I needed to just see what else the business community could offer. At what point did you decide I'm going to work for myself and not go punch a clock for somebody else? Such a good question, Mike. So I had been thinking about it. I would say when I was in New York City, one of my mentors um, who worked, who was my boss um, at my at my job, his name is Jordan. He had this entrepreneurial spirit in him, and he sort of tapped it into myself. And as we thought about, and I was in real estate, private equity, and as we thought about real estate transactions, I started growing ideas that were outside of sort of the traditional um, investments that we were making. And that sort of tapped into this entrepreneurial spirit that I didn't even know that I had. And when I came to business school, I, I was just sucked into it completely from the professors to the advisors to the organizations that I got to be a part of at UNC. Um, more and more, I felt like um, entrepreneurship was for me. Did you have anybody like in your family or that you grew up with that had ran their own business? Or was this really kind of, you're just, you're learning it all on your own? I am learning it all on my own. In fact, I guess that's sort of the biggest thing. I sort of followed the track. Uh, my mom was sort of the, the main provider in, in my family. And she she followed, and thank goodness for a really traditional career track, and worked for 45 years for a large pension fund investor. And I was sort of following that same track, Mike. And I had done that for about eight years, and I finally hit a moment where, while I was working hard and financially secure, I sort of had that moment where I thought to myself, "There's, uh, I got to try something different." And so it was sort of going a little bit against the grain uh, to. To, to try my own thing. So it's a big jump between, you know, going from private equity finance world to I'm going to start my own business. That's a big jump on its own, but it's even a bigger jump when you go, Hey, I'm going to start a bagel shop that in a place that doesn't have one. What are some of the things that you learned initially as you started to get out on your own? Um, I'd say the biggest thing I've learned and what I continue to sort of balance has been um, how to be objective with what my business is doing and look at it with clear eyes and then at the same time balance my love and passion for it. Um, there's this when you start your own business, everyone has their two cents on how you should make your business. And then particularly when you're making a bagel shop, everyone has their own opinion of what the perfect bagel shop should have and sort of balancing those really helpful and loving advice with if I'm going to fail, at least I'm going to fail my way um, has been sort of that New Yorker spirit coming out right there. (laughs) (laughs) That's sort of been a, it's sort of been a constant sort of struggle for me. Um, The organizational side of things like that's been difficult um, in terms of just making sure I've got the finance piece, the marketing piece, the operations piece, the real estate piece, the HR piece, and putting all those things together. Um, and then just being by yourself at the end of the day, it all sort of comes back to me. And so definitely some sleepless nights, definitely some moments where I'm laying in bed and thinking, 
you know, did I do this? Did I turn off that? Should I go check on the refrigerator door where the, where the bagels are sitting? Um, yeah, just, uh, just a lot of learning along the way. <laughs> you know, it's, it's always fun for us because we, we get to work with a lot of business owners and key leaders of, of different companies to hear uh, like the, the true nuts and bolts of the grind of the startup. And so we hear stories that range from, you know, I started this in my garage cranking out widgets uh, one one at a time to I raised a bunch of capital and we just, you know, hit the ground running with a whole team of people. What was that? What did that look like for you when you when you first started? You know, this is no longer a hobby. This is this is going to be something that I'm going to go and make money at. It's it's been so organic, Mike. It started as I that first time I went back for Thanksgiving break back to New York. Um, I got a box of like a pre-made bagel mix box and over Thanksgiving made that made bagels for the first time. And by the way, I am not a cook or a baker. I have no experience <laughs> at all in a kitchen and I'm showing my, my arms to you because I am now burnt to a crisp. Um, and that was so much fun. And I made, and I came back to North Carolina and then started Googling recipes and then started coming up with my own and just making them in my kitchen and had a lot of burnt hockey pucks uh, that were supposed to be bagels and just kept doing it and doing it. I think the moment for me was I hit a moment where I brought bagels back to my family. And if anyone was going to test my bagels, it was going to be them. <laughs> and they had them and they're like, you actually came up with a pretty good bagel. Um, <laughs> and that sort of gave me that brand wine, New York stamp of approval. and decided to do my first pop-up, which was August, 2019. And at that point I'd moved to a commercial kitchen space, which was also terrifying to be with that sort of large um, industrial commercial grade equipment. And we did our first pop-up, which by the way, had all sorts of disasters, <laughs> but, um, but we sold out of 625 bagels um, in about three and a half hours. And it was an incredible moment where it was just like, okay, we, we've got something here. You had that light bulb moment that says, you know what, this might be something worth uh, looking at a little bit more. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's really fun. So you, your first customers were uh, apart from the family, you know, you got to test the product, right? But uh, in that pop-up shop, what did you do to try to make sure that your brand was getting out there more than just, this is a bagel at a, a one-time purchase? Totally. And we, and just, and for the record, when we, did a pop-up, as I mentioned, it's about the experience. In my mind, like the food has to be exceptional, but the experience has to be even better than that. And so it wasn't just bagels and it wasn't just, and we had all sorts of sandwiches, bacon, egg and cheese, veggies, smoked salmon, um, we had coffee, drinks, everything, but we really wanted to add to the experience to that. And so we really, we decorated the shop. Um, we had music going, we had games, we advertised, everywhere and I'm literally driving around from apartment complex to apartment complex with bagels and introducing myself to leasing managers and telling them who we are and what we're about and if they're willing to put up flyers for us. Um, I'm letting everyone know as many people as I can at UNC. I've set up on campus and gave out bagels um, in frat court and other areas um, at the school, really just doing whatever we could using social media and Instagram but a lot of just grassroots um, get letting people know who we are. 
That's awesome. I, th- those are the, those are the best stories out there. The hustle of starting a business and going on your own is, uh, is amazing. The, the backbone of America is small businesses that start just like this. It's always fun to hear those stories. So now that you've been operating uh, for, I mean, coming up on a year, realistically, not too, not too far away. Uh, you have, how many, what, what does your team look like now? So, so while, so we've been operating as a concept shop for the last year, we are in the final stages of opening up our permanent location. And so we just hired about 20 employees basically two weeks ago. Um, we hope to start training next week and hope to open up our permanent brick and mortar location end of July, beginning of August. So over the last year, we've done more and more pop-up events. We've done more catering events. I think we've done over 12,000 bagels over the last six months. And that's with sort of the world going upside down at the same time and managing through that. Um, we've had, a, I've been really fortunate to have support of uh, a lot of MBA classmates of mine helping me out. I came across and just, again, a lot of this has just been magical in terms of all the connections being made. And I found basically an advisor who's become one of my best friends. His name is Mark, um, who has real food experience, kitchen experience, restaurant experience. And he's helped me um, really take our pop-ups and concept to the next level. And we've been doing deliveries. We, during when we were operating before construction began, we were delivering bagels twice a week to the hospitals at the emergency rooms at UNC. Um, and we've been doing a lot of contactless pickup and delivery. So that's sort of been the progression over the last eight months or so. And now we're at a point where we've been under renovation for two months and hopefully opening up our real store seven days a week um, location in, in less than a month. Where do you see this going in, you know, five, 10, 20, whatever that looks like, however many years, where do you, where do you think this is going to end up? I mean, it's, so, it's so hard to answer that right now. I mean, right now I am so focused on this first location um, and really making it just everything. The goal hopefully is five, 10, 15, 50 years from now that this one location can really be a staple in the Chapel Hill, Carborough community and really be a place that people remember, um, they, they're excited about, they have really fond memories and experiences with. Um, that's first and foremost for me, um, in terms of knowing if we're, if we're going in the right direction. Beyond that, I would love to grow. As we talked about, I'd love to go to Durham. I'd love to grow throughout the North Carolina region and, and who knows where it goes from there. Um, for me, one of like the things that has, at least one of the groups that I've admired a lot is Shake Shack. And they make, this is Danny Meyer's restaurant um, out of, uh, they, they started out in Madison Square Park. It's basically just a burger and hot dog shack. Um, and then have grown exponentially throughout the world. And they're now traded on the New York Stock Exchange. But what they do is amazingly and beautifully simple. Um, they use really high quality ingredients and they have a simple menu, but they treat their employees, their customers, their investors and their suppliers incredibly well. Um, and that sort of framework is something that I, I wish to emulate um, with bagels, make fresh, amazing bagels, treat our employees and customers, suppliers and investors um, really well. And if we can maintain that and grow organically, um, I'd, I'd love to do that. That's awesome. 
So, you know, one of the one of the fundamental things that we always try to talk to our clients about is understanding that your business is more than just a revenue generator. It's more than just a job provider, although those things are immensely important. Uh, but really getting down to the fundamental why we exist in, a, in sometimes a philosophical type way, sometimes a more practical type way. Uh, and so when you think about the idea of brand-wide bagels, what, what are what are you fulfilling in your community? What's the what's the why, the reason behind what you do? Yeah, um, I mean, this is right up my alley, and I'm as I'm as cheesy as they come, um, and that's sort of the whole purpose of Brandwine's Bagels. The bagel itself is this vehicle for what we for what we hope to accomplish with our why, and that's to create a great feeling and great experience. Um, that when you think of Brandwine's Bagels, from the moment it pops in your head. Um, I think the bagel itself is really comforting and provides sort of a great sort of calming experience. And that's what it's done for me throughout my life, just around all the chaos and everything going on. Just that delicious sandwich with a friendly smile and good music. And when you get your food and it comes out exactly how you wanted it to, and that experience just felt amazing all the way through. If we can do that, um, we think it's that's that's a really that's a real impact that's worthwhile and for me someone i've looked up to and admired is teddy roosevelt and his famous one of his famous sayings is the most valuable thing that life has to offer is to work hard at work worth doing and for me going an inch wide and a mile deep in this community of chapel hill and if we can provide just a little bit of a smile to your face with a good bagel um that's extremely worthwhile in my opinion well, that's that's amazing, Alex. I really appreciate your time, uh, and wish you nothing but the best uh, as you get this thing up up and running here over the next month, and get that brick and mortar open. Bring all your employees in, and and start to get them uh, rolling out those bagels, so that you don't have to worry about burning your arms up anymore. <laughs> Honestly, it's been so like I've been so grateful to be introduced to Works. So one of my best friends introduced me to you all. And from Shelby Betts to everyone all everyone down, um, I feel so happy to have you all. From Casey to Kim uh, to Tammy to Carmen, like it's been so helpful. Um, just bringing it all together, helping me on the back end, answering all my questions. It's def- so I'm just so grateful for you all. So thank you. Um, and yeah, we really so appreciate fun. that. Yeah, yeah. Our goal is always to help our clients get one step better whether that is through payroll, HR, accounting, finance, whatever it may be, uh, we want you to be able to go and knock out the things that you love doing, which is you know planting down some roots in the Chapel Hill area, providing that great customer experience so that everybody feels good about coming into your shop. And when they see your brand, it's a positive experience and not worry about some of the things that uh, not aren't important because they're definitely important, but not as front of mind to meeting those uh, those expectations with that experience. And totally. so we're really glad to be able to partner with you and make those things happen. Yeah, it's that security and that foundation that 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 com- that allows me to feel comfortable to sort of be able to do everything else. So it's it's awesome. Excellent. Well thanks Alex. And uh, as always if there's anything else we could do for you, we would love to talk further and uh, let us know how we can help. Perfect. Thank you so much, Mike. You bet. Guys, this has been another edition of the One Step Better podcast. Uh, really excited to, to welcome Alex. And uh, if there's anything that we could do for, for your, you and running your small businesses out there, 
we would love to hear more about that. You can find us on all the social media channels. Uh, send us a, a, an email, give us a phone call. Um, there's plenty of ways to get in contact with us and we'll be able to help however we can. Thanks and have a great day. Thanks for tuning in. Head over to works.com for webinars, blogs, and more content. That's works, W-H-I-R-K-S.com. See you next time.